And a good Saturday morning to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Home and Appliance Radio Program right here on News Talk 760 WJR Radio. We invite your phone calls for the next hour, and we've got to rush through those calls, so call as quickly as you can. We're shortened to one hour this weekend, and we'd like to hear from you immediately. And if you can, grab that phone, please. That'll help us out tremendously. I'm Joe Gannon, the Appliance Doctor, and I want to answer your questions, your comments, your suggestions, your complaints. I want to hear it all. So does everybody else listening. So join us this morning on the subject of washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave oven, garbage disposer, room air conditioner, dehumidifier, even the humidifier on the side of your furnace. And to tell you how to do this, that, well, here's the executive director, co-host, and producer of this radio show, the smooth-talking Donald the Hammer Schuster. On a clear day, rise and look around you, and you'll see who you are. On a clear day, how it will astound you that the glow of your feelings outshines every star. You know I'm singing that song, Joe? I got my new glasses this week. And you can see better. No more calling Roy Ray. No more calling Harry Larry. I'm on to getting it right now. And I can even read the phone number. I want to invite our listeners to call so we can get going and answer some questions. And the number is 800 wjr Give us a call. Help us kick off this new show, this new morning, this new hour. 800 859 one more time, 800-859-0957. Joe, we got an email from Susan R. And she says, uh, Joe, our son has fruit flies in his kitchen. He has added bleach to the drains, but this does not seem to solve the problem. Wonders if you could give them both the cleaning solutions for the garbage disposal and the dishwasher to see if this might help out with his fly problem. Well, the garbage disposer is quite simple. The ice cubes in your freezer are your solution. So fill the garbage disposer with ice cubes. Fill the sink as much as you can. And add some peelings from oranges or lemons. Let it sit for an hour, for a good hour. Let Just let it sit and ice up, so to speak. And then turn it on the way you normally would. As for the dishwasher, well, go to the grocery store and get yourself a jar of Tang Orange Powdered Breakfast Drink. That's what you need as a cure. And uh, fill up your, uh, your, your, turn up the hot water tank on the hot water heater you, you have at home, cold water heater, whatever you want to call it. And uh, turn it up. Wait till the temperature of the water gets to 140, 150 degrees. And then turn on the uh, dishwasher uh, after an hour or so. And let the thing fill with water and start to swish around. And then when it does that, four or five minutes, it'll do that. And then shut it off, open the door, and deposit 12 ounces of orange powdered breakfast drink tank into the dishwasher 
right into the water in the bottom. Shut the door and turn it on. Let it go through the whole cycle without dishes in it, I might add. And uh, that'll clean up your uh, garbage disposer and uh, as well by uh, running through the dishwasher and through the drain system, which usually drains into the dishwasher uh, or into the garbage disposer. And uh, from there, uh, little say goodbye bye to those little fruit fruit flies, whatever they call them. Oh, that's the cure for that little problem. We're going to go to Harper Woods now, Joe. We've got a washer that's not removing stains from the clothes. This is line two, and it's Mike. Good morning, Mike. Thanks very much for calling so early in the morning. How may we help you? Yes, I have a Samson washer without an agitator, and it's only about five years old, and it seems to has been working fairly well. But lately, I've noticed um, grease marks on some of the clothes and also uh, spotty stains. They look like um, uh, you would have on a napkin from, uh, from eating greasy food. And they uh, do not come off and tend to take the color out of the fabric. So I don't know how this is, uh, where this is coming from. If it's coming from the water pump or where it's coming from. Now, Mike, you say it's five years old? Yes. Are you aware of, is this a top-load washing machine? Yes. Are you aware of the millions that are under recall? No, I'm not, uh, I'm not aware of that at all. Okay, well, top-load washing machines, I think it's 2.8 million Top-load Samsung washing machines are yep. under recall. They're under recall because the support system that holds the drum in place is falling apart, and the top of the machine is blowing up. In other words, the whole top, not just the lid, the whole top of the machine is blowing up during the spin cycle, and blowing up enough to put a hole in the ceiling with the top. It's injured. This is over a hundred injuries have occurred. Concussions, broken legs, broken arms. That's how wild this recall is. So wow. I'm going to ask you to go to your computer and look up on your computer, uh, Samsung recall. Now, this is very serious, especially for you, because you've got one. And uh, let me tell you, uh, I think it's 2.8 million My that are gosh. under Rica. And you didn't hear about it because nobody says much about these things on the media. They may make an announcement once and twice, and that's about it, that... Uh, it makes it very difficult for consumers like yourself to ever find out about it. So there's the great benefit you're receiving this morning. You're finding out about it. So wow. go to Samsung Recall on wash front uh, top load washing machines. Now, well, as I, for, I certainly as, will. As for whatever is causing this problem, I'm going to ask you to give it a, a vinegar bath. Fill it up with hot water and 
turn up your hot water heater so you want it 140, 150 degrees and uh, wait an hour, fill the machine with water, hot water only, and then add two quarts or two gallons of white vinegar. Okay. Turn the machine on, let it agitate for 10 minutes and shut it off. Let it sit for 24 hours. That's how you're going to solve this problem. You know, I did run it through the self-clean cycle, which did not solve the problem. But um, yeah, I, I will do what you say. I uh, think these self-clean cycles are a joke, quite honestly. But uh, yeah, a little people... little thing comes on, a little indicator comes yeah. on, and says uh, self-cleaning, self-clean. And, uh, but uh, I don't know how much good it does. <laughs> well, that's what I say, Mike. I think it's, you know, people wonder why, you, why do you have to put a, a washing machine through a self-clean cycle? Well, just keep in mind that the more they write, uh, the less they do sometimes. So and please. Have... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I uh, please, Mike, you go to the computer when you get done with me here and find out what I'm talking about. You'll be I amazed. Will. Now, I have another. I, I think uh, I would like to replace this machine. Maybe I will. But I was in Home Depot, and they have new Whirlpool washers. Now, they have two side-by-side. -side. They're almost identical on the control, well, they are identical on the control panel, but one has an agitator and one does not. And so which which is the better, is it better to have an agitator or, or not to have an agitator? No, in my opinion, okay, okay, the agitator was removed from the washing machine and does not give you a better wash. But in my opinion, it was removed because it is a simple trick of manufacturers to take a machine like you have, remove the agitator, and then when they're showing people the new washing machine without the agitator in a store, people open the lid and look down there and they say, wow, I could, you know, put the kitchen sink in here. It's that big. But it's kind of a, an illusion, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I say buy the agitator. It was always the best washing machine made with an agitator. And it's just a simple marketing trick that they use to sell more washers of that particular brand. Wow, that's really interesting. Well, I really want to thank you for all this useful information. You're welcome, I, uh, Mike. I'm sure there's other people out there that have Samsung washers and have no clue that they've been recalled. You're right. You're absolutely correct. And that's why I keep bringing it up, Mike, for people just like you. And I thank you so much for calling. Very nice of you. Okay. Well, thank you again. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Bye. 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 This is how we do it. Labor Day weekend. We're here for you live Saturday, September 4th. It is now 618 in the morning. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented by Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies. When it comes to buying, purchasing drugs, you're not going to get a better price unless you go to Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies at 8 Mile and Farmington Roads in Livonia. We've been using them for a long time. They are the best there is. They'll also give you 15% off in-store purchases on any equipment you need for your health.
medication, vaccines, and medical supplies all available at Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies. Their phone number, 248-478-3922. That's 248-478-3922. We're going until 7 o'clock this morning. That means we have another 40 minutes plus to go, so we can help you out if you just kindly give us a call so we can kindly give you an answer. 800-859-0WJR. Good time to call right now, 800-859-0957. We have Danielle Mason on audio this morning. She's helping us out in the WJR control room. Also helping us out on phones is Dave Kingpin Rieger. I'm happy to be helping out as well as your humble show co-host. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and we are just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the great voice of the Great Lakes 760 WJR. You just need 10 digits. You just need to dial them up on your phone so we can help you out. 800-859-0WJR. That's 800 eight five nine zero nine five seven remember if you're around the country outside the southeast michigan area if you start to lose the signal as the sun comes up you can continue to hear us online with your iheart radio app or an app on your phone called wjr you can do it on your uh, laptop as well just go to wjr.com so you can continue to listen to us around the country for example, from Fairdale, Kentucky, on line two, we've got a gentleman ready to talk about a heating element in his oven that caught on fire. Line two, Joe, this is Robert. Good morning, Robert. Thanks for calling. And how may we help you? Yeah, good talk to Joe. I uh, had a, uh, uh, my daughter was uh, on her way from home from work. She showed me just preheat her oven to 400 degrees. So I, I did that like I always done before and looked in the, through the door there. And it's like a light was on in there. And I opened up the door, and there was like a little thing burning. I just thought it was a piece of food left over or something. And I guess it was a heating element, you call it. It was caught on fire, and it just burnt right in half, and I turned it off. Very and, uh, common thing to happen, Robert. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever seen something like that. <laughs> I not know what was going well, on. I uh, used to have an appliance store. People come in and buy parts. And every once in a while, somebody come in with a big scar over an eyebrow or something fresh, a fresh burn. And they were came in to buy a heating element for their oven. Well, what happens is the heating element has six different kinds of sand in it and a wire running through it. So when you turn on your oven, 220 volts goes to that el the element, heats it up red hot. It's the sand boiling inside that piece of tubing that's boiling that makes the element red hot. Now, if you spill something on it with an acid content, eventually that little spot is like rust on a bumper of a car. It'll eventually eat through the element and cause atmospheric air, the air in the oven, to hit that boiling sand, and it becomes like a welding rod. And it can go all the way around the element, or it can break at one spot, but when it does, it shoots a piece of metal, like molten metal, like a, um, um, uh, 
what do you call it when you you have uh, uh, not a hurricane, but we'll <coughs> tornado. No, when you oh. have a a mountain that erupts, what do you call that? Oh, volcano erupts. Yeah, it's yeah. like a volcano metal that pops and it shoots. I've seen it shoot right through the glass in the oven door. Oh my god! <laughs> and so this happens not only inside the oven. It also happens with the burners that are on top of the stove. That can happen with that as well. But it's a very common thing to happen. So it's best just to shut off the product if you can and let it go and fizzle out and keep yourself away from the molten hot metal that shoots through the air and maybe lands on your face. So... All you have to do to fix this now is go to the back of the oven wall, go inside the oven, go to the back. You see a screw that holds the little bracket that holds the element in place against the back wall. Pull it out about just two, three inches, enough to get to the wires that connect to the element. Disconnect the wires. Take the element out to a parts store in your area and say, here's what I want or order one through the computer. And you'll fix the problem yourself. You don't have to have a service tech do that for you. No, that's good. That's hopeful oh. for that, not to call a technician or whatever. Well, I'm so pleased you called all the way from Kentucky. Very nice of you. Yeah, well, thank you for the answer and everything. And I'll listen to you when I can when my signal comes in on my old radio, which I got. <laughs> that's good. Thanks, okay. Robert. I, I Take thank care. You, Joe. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. We are coming up on 6.30 in the morning, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by ProTech Environmental. If you've got a problem with radon in your home, and if you want to find out if you do, uh, call ProTech Environmental, based in Ann Arbor, been in business for years. He's taken care of me, Donald, Trudy, and a whole bunch of other friends. He can install a radon remediation system in your home to take care of any radon problem you might be having. ProTech Environmental, you can call them at 888-MR-RADON or 888-677-2366. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Mike from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We love our calls around the country, like Kentucky and Pennsylvania. We also love our calls right here from southeastern Michigan, northern Ohio, southwestern Ontario. Give us a call. No matter where you are, we're going to answer your appliance repair question at 800-859-0WJR. That's 800-859-0957. This is the longest-running appliance repair radio show in America. It is the Home and Appliance Show. I'm happy to be helping out. I'm Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're here with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the station that is Detroit First, Detroit Always, News Talk 760 WJR. We are going to be back again tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. For this morning, we're going until 7 a.m. and plenty of good programming on WJR after that. And to tell us about it, the voice of Danielle Mason. (laughs) 
All right, 7 to 8, we have the car show. Uh, 8 to 10, we have the Great Michigan Weekend with Jim Harper and special guest Marie Osborne this morning. And then 10 to noon, we have the Inside Outside Guys. So that's what's happening on WJR this morning. I love holiday weeks on the media because you get a lot of substitute hosts, and uh, it's great to see other talent doing shows that you listen to or watch all the time. I love that. And Marie Osborne with uh, Jim Harper this morning, that should be fun. Let's go to Port Huron. Is that where we're going? No, let's go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania first. Let's go to line one, talk about some ice forming in the back of his freezer. On line one, this is Mike. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Good morning, Joe. I have an older model Frigidaire refrigerator. Works fine. Uh, only until, this is the first time it's ever happened. And behind the ice maker side, there's the freezer at the top. The ice is forming on that back wall near one of the vents. You know, there's those vents back there. Yeah. The other side is fine, just on the one side. So it's the other side. You. You're still talking about in the freezer. In the freezer, pardon me. Yes, in the freezer. Okay, it's a side-by-side refrigerator, right? Uh, side button. Well, the freezer's on top, yes. Okay, so that's a top mount, a freezer on the top. That's correct. All right, if you're getting frost on that back panel, it's usually indicating that you've got a defrost problem. Are, is the temperature in the refrigerator affected? No, it is not, Joe. All right. So now we're going to go for a door leak. And here's, uh, do you know how to check for a door leak? I believe I've heard that. Put a light in there. That's okay. right. Put put a light inside the freezer and the refrigerator, both sections. Because okay. the same, if you get warm air in the refrigerator section, it'll go right to that spot because that's the, coldest spot in the whole product but put a flashlight in there turn the lights off in the kitchen at night do this at night and take a little purse mirror and hold it along the bottom edge because you can't get your eyeball down there and stand on a stool carefully to check the top but you're looking for light and you're probably going to find light Mike you're probably going to find light. So where you see light coming out of the door seal, you'll use a hairdryer and you'll heat the door seal, get it good and hot, put a pair of gloves on, you don't burn yourself, and get it good and hot and stretch it out. Just pull it straight out. It has a tendency to come back to its original shape. So let's try that before we go any further. Sounds fine. I appreciate oh. it. I, I listen to you as often as I can, especially now when before the sun rises and in the yeah. winter most of the time. That's very nice of you. Very good of you. And we hey. appreciate that very much, Mike. All the best to you. And take care. Now let's go to Port Huron, Joe, with some advice uh, somebody's looking for on maintaining his boiler on line two. This is Larry. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Thanks. Joe. Thanks for calling, Larry. Howdy. Good morning, Joe. Hi. Yeah. So, yeah, my question is, so I, I worked, just purchased a home about three years ago. My boiler system is actually functioning quite well, but the, the only maintenance I've done to it is open it up and make sure everything is clean. 
but I was looking for some tips on how to take care of it, and my concern is the water. Should I be changing the water completely in the system or just let it be? Well, let me answer your question a very honest way. I am no heating and air conditioning expert. I don't pretend to be. And if I don't know the answer to a question like yours, I will make a, a statement to you like it goes like this. Get on the phone, look at the yellow pages or find somebody in the heating and air conditioning business that fixes boilers, that knows about boilers. And that's usually in their advertising and give them a call because I'm not gonna help you one little bit here because I don't want to pretend to be an expert like some people do in the radio business. They pretend so they, they don't look stupid. And quite honestly, I don't mind looking stupid. And I'll tell you that. Okay. Fair enough. That's why I called because uh, I also am a little bit, uh, I lack the knowledge. So I, I will do that. That was, that was another step. So I appreciate your time. Thanks, Larry. Take care. Bye-bye. It is 641 Saturday morning, Labor Day weekend, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by Dalton Environmental Cleaning. And to tell us about it, Joe Gannon. Well, uh, Dalton Environmental Air Duct Cleaning and Dryer Vent Line Cleaning has been around for a long time. They've been with me on the radio air for 30 years, and I've never received one complaint. That's because they do it the way they're supposed to do it. Dalton Environmental Air Duct Cleaning. Phone number is 877-DALTONS. That's 877-325-8667. We're rolling at full speed. We're ready to talk to Mark from Willis, Michigan. When we get back, we're going to be talking to Ken from Dearborn. We're going to be talking to you, 800 8 Five nine zero WJR. That's eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. We're putting this whole show right through the control room of WJR in the new center area of Midtown Detroit, smack dab in the middle of the seventh floor of the Golden Tower, the Fisher Building, up to the skywaves on the Great Voice of the Great Lakes. It's where Detroit comes to talk. It's seven sixty. WJR. Here's our phone number. Give us a call. 800-859-0WJR. 800-859-0957. Today is Labor Day Saturday, September 4th. That means it was a big week for the newsletter this past week, Joe, because if I'm right, your newsletter went out with the big send button on September 1st. And also, you might have an update on how the money is being raised for Spectrum Human Services. I do believe we're over 700 people, seven to 800 people who've already entered their name and their donation. And I think the dollar figures are somewhere around fifteen, sixteen thousand $16,000 raised for Spectrum Human Services. So yes, it's a newsletter. It's informative. It tells you things you may not hear anywhere else. And it goes out on the first of the month or the second, as it was this week. And it goes for $10 for a year's subscription. So every month you get it in your email on your computer. And Donald, you could take that from here. 
Absolutely. It's a newsletter that's filled with appliance repair and money saving and consumer alert tips, kind of the same kind of information here on the show, but in written form, new information, you'll want to get it every month. Receive it for an entire year with a minimum $10 donation to Spectrum Human Services, a family services agency working to strengthen Michigan children and families with foster care and adoption programs, assisted living, substance abuse, more, 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 more. They really help out a lot. So to get in, go online to spectrumhuman.org, S-P-E-C-T-R-U-M, spectrumhuman.org. By the way, tomorrow we're going to be here from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. And part of that two-hour block is going to be talking about this major portable dehumidifier recall 202.4 million 2.4 million portable dehumidifiers recalled one of them might be in your home we're going to bring you up to date on what to look for who to call and what to do to rectify all of this tomorrow morning on the home and appliance show we're going to willis michigan now joe we got a nice maker that's not working on the side-by-side kenmore refrigerator on line three this is mark good morning mark thanks for calling and how may we help you Hi, Joe. Um, Hi. Yeah, I got an older model um, side-by-side Kenmore, and uh, the ice maker is not working uh, now. So uh, it seems to be kind of random. You know how you got like maybe 12 cubes or something, it flips out? Yeah. Um, Maybe there's a cube come out of the first slot or maybe the middle slot or something, but and then some of the ice cubes are hollow. They'll have a shell, but they're hollow. Um, I heard you mention stuff before about maybe the water valve and that, but uh, the the water water dispenser is working good. All right. Well, the water valve, Mark, is located on the back of the product, down low near the compressor, and it's a dual water valve. One side is for the ice maker. The other side's for the water dispenser. And it sounds like that's what you're having as a problem. But I'll give you a little test that you can use to confirm that, okay? Fill the ice maker with water. Use a little plastic cup, something that's flexible. Use a turkey baster, but fill the ice maker with water. Now, if it dumps those ice cubes out all completed and everything, go to the water valve. There are over 100 thousand water valves sold for appliances in this country every month that's every month now 100,000 and it's a very common part I call it a four letter word part J-U-N-K and I'll tell you something it's still the same old water valve that was used 50 years ago or 70 years ago. It's still the same old water valve made just about the same way it was back then. It's a very good part for the appliance service industry. And it's pretty simple to diagnose. And we've just done that, you and I. You follow my example uh, I've just given you. And if your ice cubes come out all full and everything else, change the water valve. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Joe, and you have a great day. Thanks for calling, Mark. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. Joe, we got a caller here who wants to know how long he should preheat a freestanding oven. He is from Dearborn. He is on line four. He is Ken. 
Good morning, Ken. Thanks for Hi. calling. How may we help you? Hi, Joe. Listen, uh, I don't have a problem. I'm just uh, interested in your advice. I have a freestanding bake oven, and I'm in the past. Whenever I've gone to use it, uh, it it uh, requires being preheated, and I've been using 30 minutes to preheat it. Uh, should that be uh, shortened? Uh, well, that's quite a lengthy period, isn't it, for preheating? All well, you want to do, know. yeah. Well, if you want to set it for preheating and you do it on your control, uh, isn't there anything on the control that says like preheat? Oh yeah, the, you know there there is. I'm just yeah. wondering if I'm if I'm wasting time. You know, should it take 15 minutes or is 30 minutes uh, the standard? Oh no, no. I can't give you the standard for different manufacturers. They all have their own. Some are slow, and but not as slow as 30 minutes, and uh, some are a little quicker. But if you uh, if you have a thermo thermometer and you can sit it on the shelf there in, in your oven, uh -huh. and you set it for preheat and for 300, when that thermometer hits 300, you know, you can buy those nice thermometers right there in the grocery store. They hook onto a shelf. Well, you open the door and look at it. And if it, uh -huh. says, three, if it says 300, you're all done preheating. Okay. Okay? Okay, Joe. Thanks a lot. Hey, Ken, thanks for calling. Appreciate you. Great day. Take care. Next target is Macomb Township. Got a question on where his new refrigerator was made on line two, Joe. This is Ken. Good morning, Ken. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Hello, well, Ken. My name is John. Uh, oh, Joe. okay, Good John. Good morning, uh, sir. Yeah, I listen to you all the time, and I followed your advice about uh, purchasing a machine that's made in the USA. Oh. And uh, I recently uh, purchased a uh, GE uh, two-door on top and a freezer on the bottom refrigerator. Okay. And I was having a little trouble with the ice maker and thought it might be running too often. And I called in for service because I was in the first year. And uh, during the conversation, they asked me for information on the nameplate. And I noticed that the machine was made in Mexico. Yes. What do you think of that? Well, you know, I don't have a lot of faith in products that come from China, Korea, Taiwan, in some of those countries. I do not have any faith in those products at all. But I'll tell you this. The Mexican people have been making GE refrigerators and others for years. Okay. And, and their engineers are from here who moved there. Okay. To, engineer the product. I have no second counts on or negatives to say about that refrigerator. Because okay. I was just I was just surprised that it wasn't made in the USA. That's all. I didn't know that they Yeah. Was, and some of them are know. made in the USA, no doubt about it, okay? But some of them. <laughs> Ken, I want to tell you. I happen to have the same refrigerator you have in my kitchen. Okay. 
it was made in Mexico as well. And it right. runs just fine. I have no complaints about it. Okay. Well, I feel much better about that. Sir. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you called, Ken, and I'm glad you feel better. That's why they call me the doctor. <laughs> Take care, Ken. John. That's right. John, J-O-H-N. We're about four minutes away from the 8 o'clock news on WJR. To say the 7 o'clock news. Four minutes away from the 7 o'clock news on WJR. And that will be followed by the car show. Got a question here from uh, a gentleman whose mother named him James, but his friends called him Guido. It's a question regarding his 20-year-old Maytag Neptune front-loading washing machine, Joe. And he says, my washer won't eject all the water from the drum when the washing cycle finishes. This just started recently, and I'm not sure why. Does something need to be cleaned out, or is the belt broken? Any suggestions for Guido would be much appreciated. Well, there's a filter in that system that's available and able to be cleaned by the consumer. And you know what? I have people who call me or write me, and they say, well, I didn't even know there was a filter. And after 15 years of use, they found the filter. It's in the front at the bottom. It's got a plastic handle on it. You turn it counterclockwise, it comes out. And it's also an area that provides a lot of stink in a washing machine. So I would suggest that uh, Guido uh, goes in there and finds that filter and cleans it out. Probably going to take care of all his problems. Here's a question from Jimmy. Joe, he says, I have a new Frigidaire freezer. Don't know if this is normal, but the outside temperature on the door is 69 degrees and the sides are 80 degrees. I don't think that my old freezer door was cold. Thanks in advance. Wonders if he has any problem here with these kind of figures. Well, the figure and the heat factor comes up when you have a condenser underneath the refrigerator that has not been cleaned in years. And everybody who has a refrigerator should clean the condenser once, twice a year. And I'll tell you, you're going to save $10 or more every month on your utility bill, your electricity bill. But cleaning the condenser underneath, the dirty condenser can cause heat to come up the front at the bottom. And it goes inside that area where the toe plate is. It goes in, goes across the compressor and the condenser coil and comes out the other side. And there's where the heat factor is coming from. My name is Joe Gannon. His name is Donald the Hammer Schuster. And he always ends up talking about you, the consumer, what you need to do. I'm with, I think we can help out one consumer still with a 60-second speed round here. Joe got an email from Thomas. says they have a Frigidaire Electrolux refrigerator. Woke up at 5.30 this morning. It was running. Kept running until 6.20. Stayed off for about half an hour. Then went back on. Is that normal? Yes, it is. Especially when it comes out of the defrost cycle. You introduce 90 degrees, as much as 90 degrees of heat inside that freezer. And it takes time for that to recover. So what he just described is very normal. Thank you, Donald. Let's do it again tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. And if you want to get in early and no wait time at all, just call us right at 6 o'clock when you hear the 6 o'clock news. We'll go to you right at 6.05. Get your question answered at 800-859-0WJR. That's 800 859 
9-5-7.